Yeah, if, well, if you keep this bit in, this will be like the kind of meta analysis of, oh, uh-huh, they're so clever. Oh, they've got the behind the scenes bit, but it's still part of it's still part of the actual recording, and they clearly did that intentionally. Oh, how clever they must be! What are they saying about the aspect? What are they saying about performance? What are they saying about this or that? We are really clever, though, William. Yeah, we are. Hello, my name is Declan Deneen, welcome to Checkpoints. This is a show about video games, the people who play them and the people who make them. Each episode, a guest on the show talks about the games that have shaped their life in one way or another. Games that have inspired them, games that have forged connections, and games that have soothed wounds. My guest on today's show is one of the co-creators of the Stanley Parable, William Pugh, uh, and it is excellent. Um, I can totally say that, like I'm allowed to say that because he's a good guest, you know, I'm allowed to praise myself. Listen, I don't have to take orders from you. Uh, some of you might be thinking, regular listeners at least, like what's going on? This has only been a week since the last episode. Um, well, I've decided to sort of change the, the scheduling a little bit. One of the things I wanted to do when I started the podcast, one of, one of my, my rules was I was never going to miss a date. If there was one thing I was going to try and do, I was going to try and keep it as regular as possible. Uh, and so I decided to do the show every two weeks to give me that wiggle room because this isn't like this is this is a fun thing I do because it's a show that I wanted to listen to. So I made it. Um, it is by no means like my my sole driving force. It's just a fun thing I do, but it's increasingly it takes up a lot more time. So I thought, right, two weeks that gives me a bit of breathing room, and I can always guarantee I'll I'll hit my milestones. Um, but the the show has kind of done better than I expected, and and also like guests have been much kinder than I expected. So I've kind of got a bit of a, a backlog. Um, so for the foreseeable future, I mean, this may only last a couple of weeks, but I'm going to try and do weekly episodes because like the previous episode I just released with uh, Keith Stewart from The Guardian, like I recorded that almost two months ago, and I'm only just now getting right into releasing it. So I've got this sort of chunk of of recorded episodes I'm going to start releasing week by week. Um, and I've got a few interviews already lined up. If, if things start to thin out a bit, I will just put it back to two weeks. But we'll 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 see what happens. I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe people won't listen. Maybe people will get sick of it. Who knows? Um, if you think it's a, a bad idea and you're like, oh, what? I don't have time. It's too much. Too many things. Too many games. Too many podcasts. Uh, I sympathise. And you can uh, email. Let me know. Checkpointspodcast at gmail dot com at checkpoints show on twitter or forward slash checkpoints podcast on facebook because it's very important to have consistent branding so yeah william it's quite a funny story about how this interview uh, came about actually uh, a few weeks ago uh, william tweeted uh, obviously he's he's bedridden um from his accident which we we talk about but he, he sent out a tweet saying has anyone in glasgow have got like a spare hour to help me out with something and so I tweeted back, I, I did, and I was, and said, uh, sure, uh, DM me. So he did. And I basically spent the rest of the day um, playing like a, a Stanley Parable ARG, kind of following William's cues uh, as we we set up a prank around the city. Yeah, it was quite fun. So, backstory, William does a lot of theatre stuff. The previous year, he and a few of his friends were in Glasgow for some sort of theatre conference, and they decided to play a prank 
uh, on all the guests in, of the hostel they were staying in, which was to write a letter of complaints on headed paper from the hostel to every other guest in the hostel complaining about the noise, um, which was ironic because they were clearly the ones making the most noise. So they set up this this stunt and they put these letters under every guest's door. And they, this was hilarious. This is a bonding exercise. William is clearly a, a keen prankster. And this year, obviously, he couldn't go. Uh, he's he's hurt his leg. So I, I in his place, uh, I printed out a, a fake letter that he had made up on hostel-headed notepaper complaining about his friends that were going to be at the show uh, at the festival and i i sort of printed a and i got all their names and i followed william's directions i went to the the hostel and handed it into the front desk um and disappointingly i don't think anything came of it and um, we talk about the the results in in the shows you can hear a bit of that but that, that was that was a fun a fun way to to meet a guest and 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 he he proved to be delightful um despite the fact that he's he's quite young i mean I, I get a bit hung up on this it's fine that he's young of course he's young people have to be young it's you know one of the the laws of nature also uh we talked about trailing i don't really trail for for new episodes so just here's here's a trail uh, next week's episode uh, my guest will be jeff green formerly of gfw radio and uh one of the the trailblazers of uh, video game podcast recording. Just it, it was just it was a treat to, to speak to Jeff. It really was because I spent literally hundreds of hours listening to him talk. So actually being able to take part in the conversation and not just be an invisible bystander was good. Anyway, that's that's for later. Um, please do if you enjoy the show. Um, the best way to support it is to rate and review on iTunes. It's always massively appreciated. Or simply a tweet or a Facebook message is is huge and really makes the the world a difference. Uh, so please do do that. Um, other than that, I hope you enjoy this episode. I'll be back next week with a new show and a new guest. Until then, let's get on with the show. How is your leg? My leg, my leg is in a big cage, and it's um, uh, it stopped hurting, and I can walk about with one crutch. I mean, altogether, I'm doing like way better than the doctors told me I was going to be doing. So take that, so doctors. Yeah, in your face. You <laughs> who needs a medical degree? What Not happened? Me. Have you spoken about what happened? Was it some sort of car accident? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, so pff, my. My um well well I was out running and I and uh, I, I I ran out and uh in, into a road and uh, I saw a car you know and it, and it was like ah oh, ah oh, I'm far away I'm a car I'm far away and then I and then I I responded to that that car that was far away by being like yeah I'll just I'll just run across the road so you can uh you can let me go. Uh, so, so, so I can so I can let you go, you know. Uh, and then I started to run across the road, and the car was overly enthusiastic <laughs> about the prospect of hurtling down a road at an incredible speed. And um, and and yeah, so uh, maybe so they just we, hated runners. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe you know, all bets are off. You know, it could be <laughs> one of my many enemies. I was a, I was a troll on a Mario fan forum when I was thirteen. It could be the administrator. Back to uh, William, Dallas, this is... if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is going to bother me uh, through the entirety of the recording of this show. It's going to bother me how young you are. Oh, by um, the way, I'll be recording. 
Are you recording as well? Well, I no. Are you recording? Oh right yeah, no, now? I'm recording. I'm recording oh, the whole thing. Good, good. We got that quality content. Oh yeah, no, we're not missing out on that. We're going to come back to the Mario Troll forums as well. Oh really? Oh, um, that'll become a through line. Oh, you're good. Oh, I see. See, you know, you know your, you know your I'm, stuff. I'm semi-professional, William. I'm oh, semi-professional. Um, right. So, okay. Let's 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 get on with it. Thanks again for doing this. This is going to be. Oh no worries. It's going to no, be no, fun. This is, this what is... happened with the 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 letter in the hostel as well. I have no clue. I have no clue. That was the big, like I showed everyone and we were all like really disappointed that, that, that like, you know, it had been like you delivered it and, and everything. I actually called up uh, <laughs> the night before they left being like, Hey, I, Hey, my friend dropped a letter off. What happened to it? Did it get to the right people? And, um, and they were just like, Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not paid enough to care about this. That is Go away. Yeah, and they were. Yeah, they, yeah. I think, I think, I think they just they put it somewhere in a pile somewhere to be dealt with later, and then. Uh, that was so much fun. I, do you are you I like showed, a... I, yeah i showed my friends and they were distraught that it hadn't it hadn't got through but they <laughs> it was amazing that you know it had actually been delivered to the hospital i know i love stuff like that. It's, it's the like i do i do magic or i have done magic in the past i don't really do it as much anymore and there was uh, pendulette had this brilliant thing where he would like his whole philosophy was like so little of what can happen does happen so he would just randomly like if he was in a, a service station or something when they were on tour he'd buy everybody in the cafe some jelly and that was his way of kind of making the, the world a bit more magical just on a really kind of stupid level like buying a bunch of truckers a bowl of jelly for, the, for dinner which is amazing oh, man. that's really funny it's good jeez yeah, I, I've done a lot of magic actually. Like, oh, have um, you really? I've, I've ne- yeah, this has never come up in like any in any in any like conversation I've had with someone in the game space. But um, so yeah, similar, I do. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like um, like I'm now looking at about uh, twelve different packs of cards, all of them with a different gimmick. I have a like, pack keep... in my hand. Like this is oh. my my nervous tick. <laughs> oh really? Oh man! Like what? Just like playing with box. No, no, no! Like I've got a deck of cards in my hand, like that. I'm just doing shuffles and cuts. Oh and yeah, yeah! I do that when I'm like waiting for something and I'm super bored. I'm, I was never any good at the the shuffles, the the complex ones. Like I'm, I, I can do like a passable. Uh, uh, looks like I'm um, cutting them, but they stay in the same order. But um, but like nothing, like anything else is just uh, way too, you know, for me. It's um, I love that. Like yeah, I like, I mean I like with extrasness. That's what I enjoy. Yeah, but yeah, I hate I hate magicians. Yeah, I hate mag- <laughs> magic. Is so awful. Like on the whole, there's so oh, much potential yeah, and it's so so terrible and it attracts the worst kind of people, myself included. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I but it has it actually it came up. Oh, I, I did a show with um, uh, Richard Lamarchand, one of the designers of Uncharted and we oh, talked yes, he yes. was like really into magic we talked a lot oh, about really? the similarities between oh, game design yeah. and magic because it's all like you know you're tracking tracking eyes and stuff I never knew Rich was into magic that's uh it's, we, 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 we hang out at events and stuff so like uh he's in the UK surprised. this summer actually he'd be over in the summer hoping to catch oh, up with him yeah. like um like I don't know if I'll be able to like travel properly uh by then but like it'd be super good to catch him he's um Lovely chap. Okay, okay. But less so now that I know that he does magic. (laughs) Yeah, no. Fuck face. Fucking can't stand him. Clearly has self-confidence issues. 
stupid man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Right, let, let's do uh, let's do a formal introduction for the purposes of of a narrative. So, uh, William, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, if you don't if you don't mind, would you introduce I'm, yourself? I'm uh, I'm William Pugh. I'm uh, I was one of the co-creators on the 2013. Uh, game, The Stanley Parable. Uh, I'm also now a director of a weird bunch of developers called Crows, Crows, Crows. And we just released, uh, well, just well, like five months ago, we released our debut game with them, which was called Dr. Langaskov, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald, the Whirlwind Heist. And uh, I'm also I'm also so famous on Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 10K. I've got 10K followers. I'm famous now. Oh, really? Did you get 10K? Uh, yes, just I got uh, like a couple of days ago or something. Congratulations! Of course, all your listeners will be thoroughly interested in that. Because, oh well, well yeah. Twitter is is as vibrant as it ever was. Oh, I love Twitter. You know, I like how everyone can really well formulate their ideas. On it. <laughs> yeah, it's a I real like symposium how, for thought. I like how it, it it's it's like it cuts away all the noise in conversations, and you can get just a complete exact representation of what someone is completely about by 140 characters. yeah no it's perfect it's perfect it's uh, yeah i don't know like i don't it. know how we managed diplomacy before it to be honest like yeah. world war ii never would have happened with twitter well they, they say that you know hitler um hitler hitler and churchill worked 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 everything out in the end uh, over twitter like um well over a, an early version of twitter that was developed it wasn't perfect that's why that's why uh, <laughs> it didn't end in peace uh <laughs> But um, but yeah, that was being developed, and um, and and it failed. I, d- I don't know why it failed. Like it had still too many characters. Well, I mean enough. that that was one of the side effects of like the Enigma machine. You know, they you know they say that's what sort of saved everyone in the war, but it was really Alan Turing's <laughs> sideline in developing the proto Twitter, basically. But of course, the new Twitter developers won't want us to know that, will they? Illuminati. They're, they're keeping the truth. It's everything's. Oh, I don't know. We see that was going somewhere, and now we lost it. That's fine. Yeah, That's fine. yeah. No, no. I felt that we should actually get on to what what your, your yeah. Let's get on with the show. Your usual content is instead of my. No, this is good. This is this is this is how I imagined. So, William, let's start uh, at the beginning. So, if you can remember, what was your your very first experience of a video game? Um. Well. <sighs> It was, it was, um, actually weirdly, the first memorable one was, I actually got admitted to hospital when I was super young and, uh, they had a, they had a, they had like a, a TV and maybe like a, like a Super Nintendo there for the really super sick kids. So you're, and, you're still quite young, aren't you? You're like 21, yeah, yeah. 22. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 22 now. Um, uh, but yeah, when I was, yeah, when I was like eight or something, they had like a Super Nintendo or maybe a Nintendo 60, something. And uh, they for for the proper sick kids on the ward, and they wheeled it round to my um, my bed one morning because uh, I guess none of the other kids were in. But um, they like um, like I had a quick go on that, and I think the game was was like called Schbleebly or something. It was okay. um, it was about it. It followed the kind of adventures of a, a small like mouse type. I think it was a mouse. Or was like, it a, like a Japanese game? A squirrel. Yeah, I think so. I, I, d- I don't know why they had it in the hospital, but I guess like it must have been cheap at like a pre-owned thing or something. But um, like it was one of the knockoffs of like you know Mario, one, one of, like a classic Mario game. Yeah, it's kind of like a you know derivative of that. And um, 
you know, there was, I remember that. Yeah. I, re I remember just being like amazed by like the colors and it was kind of, it was like Proteus, I think. Like you played as a little mouse and you wandered around like uh, this big, big like island thing, and you just kind of looked at stuff. But uh, I, I remember. I don't think I ever played it. I remember seeing sort of screenshots of it and stuff, and it, yeah, it was it was weird because there was no like there was no enemies or anything. It was yeah, more... it came it came out it came out at the end of the life cycle, I think, of the console. So um, yeah, it's a very sort of early kind of. I mean, walking simulator is a, a mean term, but which has obviously come um, very to cool. prominence in, in recent times. But yeah, very early sort of version of that. Yeah. So yeah, actually, I think I think I think that weirdly pre precludes some some work. You know, that I, I think you know, I think I think probably like the walking simulators I've made uh, come partly from from that game. Shblibly. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it was. <laughs> It, it, was, it was tricky it was, because was, like all was, games so far would all have been like score attacks and you know you, you yeah. know, dodging the still, bad guys and stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We've still got that kind of uh, narrative. Uh, that's still we've still got the that kind of uh, language that's used in games. You know, it's a kind of common vocabulary of like scores and and like high scores and stuff. And we're still kind of slowly moving away with that, uh, moving away from that. But we, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was the first kind. Like, I suppose they had text adventures. That was that. I suppose, yeah. That that fits the same sort of mold. I don't know. Anyway, yes. Moving so, on. but were you like, so that that clearly, you know, it, it made you feel better as a, a sick kid and stuff. But were you? No, do, you do you remember a time when you sort of got invested in in games when you're like, oh, this well, is this is a part of me that I really, you really dug into. Uh, yeah, so I got I got like a, I got a Nintendo sixty four um, after that for the next Christmas I think, and um, then I uh, then I started to play. Um, I started to get uh, you know some super cool games for that, and I think that's when I when I started to to like care about them more than more than other people i guess did you have like brothers and sisters that you play no with no i'm no i'm a i'm an only child but uh but like cousins coming around and stuff like that we'd always we'd always play together and i had loads of good friends that like we, we'd go around to each other's house and we'd play stuff like super smash brothers or crefathel or you know you know samurai you know we'd we'd play all the play all the kind of multiplayer games in the nintendo 64 and we you know like like yeah Do you get competitive are you a competitive I, player I, I play yeah i i think so like um when i'm like like playing i was an avid like, i i've probably got about a thousand hours in snaps too oh really uh, yeah probably um like like I, I did I that was kind of more in my teenage, like late teenage years where I'd play a lot of like first person first person shooter type stuff on Steam, you know. Yeah, that never really sort of took off in the same sort of way. It kind of got overshadowed by the bigger um competitive games. But it was really good, oh, really interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, like um like Snaps two came out like probably about a year before Team Fortress two did, and then um and then it just kind of fell it fell away after after TF2 came out and kind of soaked up. I think it was like, I mean, it, it was it was kind of interesting because they did. I think they they took it from the Monkey Island games where you had like the the insult um, sort of sword fighting matches, and they tried to turn that into like a competitive game. And I thought like I think it's just it was too 
too much intellectual effort you know people prefer like, the sort of the, the twitchy aspects of competitive gaming i mean i think i think i think what snaps 2 did with that team fortress 2 kind that tf2 took a lot of that with the kind of taunt system but they yeah. kept the um they kept the uh they kept the focus kind of on the on the shooting and stuff and that was very kind of ancillary to that experience yeah totally and complimentary but but with with snaps 2 it kind of um like spy crabbing kind of like in tf2 kind of became the game of snaps of snaps 2 but yeah. um I don't know. It's, it, yeah, I, I, I'm very competitive. Yeah, and it, I think it took. <laughs> the, there was a lot of, a lot of ability for people to really kind of cause offence. You know, it, more so than you know people rage quitting a game because they got shot in the last minute. To really, you know, get to the heart of someone with an insult. You know, I think I think it upset a lot of people. It was a bit too too real in many aspects. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I was always I, I always liked the performative aspect of it. Um, I I don't know. I think I think it probably was. I played it at a time in my life when when I maybe wasn't as concerned with making sure that it, you know, like making sure that everyone felt good about themselves. And you know, oh yeah, like, I mean, the whole point like, of the game make, as well was to 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 really yeah, ruin somebody. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like, like I I think I've kind of grown up a lot in like obviously you know people people grow up um and 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 get better at kind of uh interacting with people but so, so i think i think now i wouldn't be as like i really like the performative aspect i thought that was super cool playing with friends was great but like um you know it was always it was always a bit of like hey a bit of so, so, you, know, there was, you know there were yeah and there's an element of the community that obviously wasn't so creative with insults like rather than rather than going for like oh you 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 mean monkey you 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 you, you nasty pasty you buffoon type thing rather than going for stuff like that you know they would go for like really offensive slurs and, and stuff like that and, you know it's it and you know just just stuff that's not cool and i think i think i think um i think in the end it weirdly had one of the worst kind of communities for an, on, for an online game. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't know how they'd foster anything, but, you know, the whole point of the game is making other people feel awful, so you're not yeah. really going to be able to... Uh, yeah. That's maybe that's why it didn't it, it do kinda, as well, works, you know? It works with the people that you play it with. So, like, I had a I had a nice kind of tight-knit group of people that I'd, um, that I'd play snaps to with. And, yeah, and, um, it's, uh, it's like... Um, it's kind of like ironic racism, you know? You really have to... You really have to trust the people you're playing with to for that to work you know yeah but i think i think at the same time like um it was appropriate within the group of people that i was hanging out with at the time and i don't i don't think that i think i think every everyone in everyone in the group like was a decent person you know no one was no yeah, absolutely no one absolutely was like i don't know yeah this is a really this is a really complex thing to talk about no but, it really is well, well, well let, let's let's move on then so uh, uh, during these sort of early early periods of gaming and stuff, did you ever was there ever any any point where you thought that this could be something that you do, you know, that you grow up and do? Um Yeah, I mean I mean uh I was a super yeah, I was a super big Mario fan growing up. Um and then I saw I saw Gary's mod uh on YouTube and like people downloading the like models of Mario characters on there. Yeah. 
Then I, I, I got I got Gary's mod, and then that that got me a Steam account, which then like opened me into the whole world of like, oh yeah, playing games on PC. You know what's what's that like? Thankfully, you know, I never I never joined World of Warcraft or or kind of that 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 sort of area of stuff because um because I could have totally seen my my like my like teenage years being completely consumed. Absolutely, by that. I'm saving that for my retirement. Oh <laughs> yeah, totally. Um. But like, um, yeah. So, so I, I, so yeah. I played a lot of. That's when I. That's when I started playing Snaps too. When I got out of that, I got into Team Fortress too briefly, and I made like uh, I made levels for I made levels for Team Fortress too. Oh, cool! And um, around that time, I, I, I started to think, you know, hey, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at this. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I could you know, make some money someday. Maybe I could, you know, I think the big dream was to work for Valve. Um, uh, either Valve or Fantast, I think, would have been, would have been brilliant, like, yeah. people to work for. So, um, so, you know, I, I, I think I remember, I remember sending something. This was before the whole community spotlight thing where people could um, make, make levels and then monetize them in game by, uh, like, if they're, if they're good. If you make a good enough Team Fortress 2 map, then uh, you... Your, your, you can pitch your map for an official update in Team Fortress 2, and then uh, then people can support that map when they plan oh, okay, it, cool. by, like, donating like little s- stuff uh, or making hats and whatever. You know, this this was before um, before any of that was like implemented by Valve. And uh, but but I I remember emailing them being like, hey yeah, uh, if you I'm really good at Hammer, uh, the BSP <laughs> like making the like BSP Valve mapping tool thing. It's like I'm really good at Hammer. If you want, if you need anyone to do like outsourced level design for that, trust me. Like I've I've put I've spent like five years building these maps. You know, like um, I know ev- I know everything there's to know about the tools. So like, l- just just you know, I'm I, I'm I'm free to do. I, I like I'm I'm at a stage now where like making custom Team Fortress two maps is kind of like yeah, I've got as good at that as I'm gonna get. But like I'm I still want to work in this kind of space what sort of maps were you making were you making like yeah a house reason, or pubs like a re- or? oh no 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 nothing like nothing that boring because i'd seen loads of people i've seen loads of people do like oh this is my house in 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 counter-strike or this is my my school in counter-strike you know it's boring it's like that's super boring and it it's doesn't... also something that's that's quite creepy to make your school oh, in counter-strike yeah, as, as, know, as a killing yeah, field yeah like well it's the internet you know people have People have, if if you can think of it, people have people have done it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I made stuff that played with um, like um, vertical vertical space quite a lot because um, a lot of Team Fortress Two maps were kind of uh, very, you know, you go left or right or you know there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of vertical gameplay. Yeah, and so like I I do stuff where like uh, you'd be fighting around a big tower in like a kind of counter helix fashion and uh, stuff like um you'd be uh, on the top of two bridges uh, with a giant cavern kind of opening up beneath you and then uh then the conflict points became like the different weird inventive ways you could get to have two bridges physically intersect um but yeah uh yeah so i i, I played i played a lot with kind of vertical space and it was mostly yeah it was mostly arena maps it was mostly like short did that short- get back to you 
Uh, no, no, they never got me now, <laughs> dude. Like, like I've, I've I fucking made Stanley Parable. That 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 sold something like what, um, like almost two million copies, and they still don't get back to me. You know, <laughs> you know, like they they it, it's it's difficult to contact people at Valve. You know, that's that's one thing that I think applies to just about everybody. Well, yeah, but you are super young. I, I'm I'm trying my best not to be bitter about the super young thing. It's fine. You're you're. It's lovely. all right. No, it's, I know. Well, I, it's my, it's totally my problem. It's like if it, if it's if it's any consolation, I'm walking at the speed of a, like a, an eighty year old probably for the next. It few is. Years. It is a little bit. It is a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's that you know. It's like it's okay. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Right. Um. So, <laughs> were you? Was there like a group of you that would play in school? Like I don't know, but. I, I'm fucking harping on about this. I don't mean to. No, but no. Because, because you're younger, like, when I was growing up, games were super nerdy. Like, you know, the the nerds made played games and people made fun oh, of them. Oh, no. Whereas no, with I, you, I, everybody not, plays games, right? I'm not that... No, I'm not that young. Don't worry. Uh, I think I was, I was just at the tail end of the phase of, like, oh, my God, he spends all this time on the computer. What a, what a nerd. Oh, what a what a loser you know yeah. like i was just i just kind of caught the end of that um whereas now everybody plays minecraft and that's the new fucking thing you know everyone plays call of duty and stuff and that's that's the new standard that's the new expected level of technological presence in people's lives everyone's got an iphone everyone plays iphone yeah, yeah. whereas whereas when i was growing up like um uh yeah it was still very much a kind of antisocial thing because so did you have it, your secret group of pals that you get together uh, and play games with yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah i never thought of it like but yeah yeah we we totally um yeah it was like a maybe like there was always about like four or five of us who kind of were super secret nerds in secret and and you know if we passed each other on the kind of corridor you know you couldn't you couldn't you everyone had like Everyone tr- was trying to kind of maintain like a social, a social, a social standing because you know everyone was pretty unpopular. So we all we, we all we all knew okay if we gather, then you know the unpopularity <laughs> will you know intensify and they'll see you'll know, be like oh look at those two unpopular people hanging out. We're not gonna make we're not gonna make them popular anytime. But and, yeah, it was a massive it was a massive stupid like teenage headspace of. I want to be popular. Well, that's cool. I can't let them know that I'm on a Mario fan forum. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. Like one one person one person found out or something, and, and that was that became like um classical kind of theater play of me having to tr- try and suppress this information. But you know for a fact that at least like one or two of the sort of the jocks, so to speak, would definitely have been on that same Mario forum. And they probably would oh, have been yeah. the person you were trolling the hardest. Yeah, been bullied by me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I've I've found a much kind of better group of people to spend time and energy with now. So, like, I, I I've no clue. I've no I've no clue if you know those bullies. Those nah, those nasty bullies. I wasn't really bullied, but like. Ugh. Like whether, no, exactly. whether it's whether like a low level kind you know, of whether, whether those low tier human beings you know man, managed to graduate from Mario emulating sprite ripping stuff and 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 got and got up to kind of you know the, my level you know working, <laughs> working working in Unity you know I would checking out that. all this advanced technology you know making games with 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 just just computers man 
just computers. So what sort of games would you play with this little shadowy cabal of friends? Oh, uh, Smash Brothers. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned Smash Brothers. We played um, uh, WD9. Um, we played um, Cushion Cats, I remember, for a while. That's like a... We had like a Dreamcast, so um, so yeah, one, that's pretty weird. Because uh, I guess nobody nobody had Dreamcast. Oh, RIP the Dreamcast is the best. Yeah, I know. Um, we we had Dreamcast, so like we there was like a bunch of weird like Sonic games, and then there was um Cushion Cats, which was like this weird party Mario. It was like a Mario Party style ripoff. Oh, okay, game, okay. Um, where you'd play like as a bunch of different cats, and you had to like collect. Um, you had to collect. Uh, these cushions and that was the one wasn't that like it was they were kind of really it was kind of they really oddly anthropomorphized you know it was very like they had the whole boob physics from like dead or alive and stuff it was a bit oh jeez very furry friendly so to speak it's embarrassing a bit to um that's why we didn't play it for long because you know uh, it start. There was always that it was quite of, a good game though, but it was, it was yeah, one it was of those things where if, if anyone saw you playing it, it'd be quite embarrassing. The cutscenes and yeah, see, it's like it's like um, yeah, it's like all those super Japanese hentai style like beach uh, beach volleyball games for DS. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like I've got a friend of mine has one, and I'm thinking, you, how do you can are you on a train and playing that? Are you on a train? <laughs> like, what if someone sits next to you? What if someone sits next to you and, and looks at your screen and, and thinks, oh, he's playing kawaii teenage girl beach ball <laughs> simulator. Ah, oh, what a fucking weirdo. Ah, oh, you know anyone yes, could could be could be bad news but you've so, given yeah, that person we... a story to tell so that's nice that's yeah a nice thing well, yeah. well i mean yeah so we didn't play it for long because it, it there was always a kind of uncomfortable uh feeling in the room whenever whenever it was going on but uh you play it separately yeah. though yeah uh yeah well who wants to play like single player cushion cats you know that's true like, the the ai was pretty shit very submissive mm. yeah but um yeah, that's that's kind of. So you 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 said you were lying about your degree. So did you go to university or did you? Uh, no. So I was in college, and then I I, I met I met the guy uh, Davy Reedon, who uh, I co-created Stanley with. I went in my second year of college. Then I I spent like all of my spare time then, uh, both applying to drama school and making and making a Stanley parable. And then, uh, then I got out. I, I got out. Of, I finished college, and then I was. Uh, I started an art foundation degree, and then, um, then I dropped out of that after like a week and a, a week and a bit because I was like, ah, oh, I don't have time to do this, work on my acting, and 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 make and make this game. And so then I dropped out of there, uh, did a bit more acting, and and then pretty much went full time on Stanley Parable for a year, uh, still being supported by my parents, thankfully, and and then. Then, uh, then that came out, and now all my time is doing stuff like this. So, my did you? What about the uh, the acting? Uh, yeah, I keep I keep um, I keep up with the acting. I've got like a I've got like a um, young actors company that I work with uh, up here called um, Beacon Actors. Uh, there's the plug for that, uh, <laughs> and they'll be fucking grateful. They're, they're proper naggy about me me posting on Twitter about it. 
I'm like, ah, oh, no one, God, no, no one, no one cares for my games, my games audience about this play that I'm in in the middle of the no, in the middle of the north. But um, yeah, so I still do a bit of that. Obviously, my leg's broken at the moment, so I'm, I'm not doing much of that immediately now. But I think like I'm helping direct something in like in a couple of months, which will be fun, I guess. Like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of children um, are writing plays for this local festival, and uh, and then we 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 uh, we pick like twelve short plays written by five year olds. That'd be amazing. And then we we direct it. Then we you know put on put 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 them all put them all on back to back, and that's that's super fun. But um, I've been thinking about trying to forge like a child script to try. <laughs> I thought, I've been no, I've been thinking like I know the there's I know the schools where these things go on. I, I could wait outside. I could be like, hey kid, come over. <laughs> Is ten pounds and 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 a copy of this script, please, please sign it with your name and submit it to the script writing competition, please for me and and you know and then 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 gets through and because of my incredible writing talent, you know, hopefully it would be selected. But wow, oh man, what if it wasn't? What if it wasn't? Yeah, I was just yeah, thinking that they're all sat around discussing was- the merits of it. Yeah, what if I what if I like I I write this you know great great five year old script. And um, and then and then you know I'm at the round table and they're like, hmm, mm, William Pugh is so great, written by a five year old. Oh, it's all right, but you know it's a bit. You know you can tell a stupid five year old wrote this script. <laughs> and then they throw it away and pick up a, I don't know, probably some Minecraft Minecraft based fan story now. Is it like that's the interesting though because I like I've been talking about this a lot recently because I do I I work um, like I write for the theatre and stuff so I've been dealing with a lot of actors and the kind of trying to think of the parallels between playing games and and acting like weirdly I spoke to uh, Keith Stewart you know from the Guardian his episode of the show is out oh, tomorrow lovely lovely chat he's lovely a lovely chat. man he's a lovely man. sorry I, every every guest that I know like I have you know I have great admiration for no they're, they're good people. But he he used to he studied acting like when he was at university. So we talked a lot about like performance in games and stuff. Because I do that like I, especially like something like a Fallout or something. I find it hard to break out of myself in the role. You know, I I am always generally trying to do the the good thing and stuff. Painting myself as a real nice guy here. Mm. Um, but like judging on your 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 past performances, I feel like you'd be more inclined to try and break it or play out of character. Yeah, I mean, I think I've I've given a bunch of talks about performance in games because like um, that's just been an easy way to combine two things that I guess I know a lot about. Yeah. Um, I f- I feel like I mean I've got so many like pre prepared actual intellectual ways to talk about this, but I don't know if I don't know if any of them are very entertaining. So it's like um, everything is kind of like a puff. game. Games are well. When I'm designing games, I view it as like um, one one school of thought would be that the game space is the stage, and the player is the actor, and you have to design the experience to um, to provide a kind of immersive theater feeling. Yeah, where. Um, where you can still see the story going on around you, and there is a kind of clear narrative that you can follow through, but also everything is slightly tailored to you, in this to to allow you to kind of maximize the amount of information and 
and understanding like that you can get i think i think that's that's the space much more explicit in your games though because you you in, in both of them there's there is a like a director like that is the not the hook necessarily no it is the hook it is the, the, like it's that level which you don't really ever get in games you know you get mm. the, the narrative within the the space itself but that's one of the few games where you have this sort of meta level of here's what you should be doing here's how you perform this and then doing it or not doing it is is where the sort of the fun of the game emerges you know yeah i mean like i've thought a lot about about my how how, how everything i make seems to have like this well like the first the, the first one well, well, one there's a there's worrying about like how do you identify your personal style? So it's like um, when I came on to work on the Stanley Parable, there was already a version that existed. I mean, it was at, at its core, at its core, like uh, the concept was Davies really from the beginning, um, and then I kind of came on and refined. Uh, well, like I was I, I I was the co-creator of the of the new of the new version, and like there was a lot of kind of intimate discussion about. You know about every about everything, and and yeah. we we rethought everything together. But um, I still think now I'm making stuff that has this kind of strong voice, and like a voice is kind of the central aspect to it. Like I, I've 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 gone and made another thing like that, and I'm like, is that mine? Can you know? Can does that feel? Is it? Does it feel right to 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 use that? Am I like um? Am I am I stealing something that somebody else is in a way, or is it is it you know how much how much claim do I can can I can I have on that um, on that kind of thing, and and how much of it relies on another person? Uh, the cruel the cruel version of me would say, yeah, William, you're a massive fraud, and oh, you fuck you, you shit, and and the and the nicer side of me would say, I think one everyone steals from everyone else anyway. Of course, yeah. And and also, I think I probably did an, a bit of like having made that thing. Like, like there's no debate whether or not I've made it. So I, you know, I I didn't make it. So like maybe I've earned that as part of as part of my style. Maybe maybe I've I've maybe I I can't maybe I can call that mine in a regard. You know, but yeah. um, I mean, it's, but it's tricky knows? with games though. Like games especially are like the most iterative form of kind of culture like the, the, every there is no you know yeah, e everything I mean, is a version of something else generally yeah i mean like to be fair i we were two people making that game really like there was other people but in terms of like creative direction that was that was just two people on equal footing whereas in in games like um even in larger scale indie games there's so many people fucking making stuff that that who's to say what aspect of it belongs to any one person Absolutely. or whether you can even have that belonging you know like in in films we have we still have like the big director names like tarantino or or fucking any other director name that i can think of um but like that that they 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 do very little work in terms of proportionally to the creation of that film like um like, what is it, what is what can a director do with a team of like five hundred to a thousand people? You know, he can't he can't have that intimate creation, intimate level of creation Absolutely. of every aspect. So it's like, 
you know, who, who does a film belong to is, a, is an even more complex question than who does a game belong to. Uh, and they do it wrong. So I, I don't know. This, is a, this has gone down a weird tangent. No, so. it's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's good. It's, it's intellectual rigor, William. Uh-huh. Um, so is, were there any other games that that kind of played with that sort of thing that you played? Um, let me rephrase that. Like the, this kind of meta um, way of approaching a game. Were there other games that you played that kind of maybe put that idea in your head or inspired you? Yeah, kind of like, like maybe not so much inspired me, but... Um, but uh, I I I work with um, I work with well I I don't work with him but um I, I that like at my studio there's um uh at the at the place that I work with um another guy works there uh and he um he made like this weird experiential game okay uh that he's been that he's kind of been touring about a bunch recently and. And um, and that's really interesting. I mean, I wouldn't call it meta, but it kind of takes a, it. It is very much like a kind of walking simulator type experience. That's about about. I, well, I guess I don't. I don't really know what it's about, but um, but his, but his um, you know, he's he's been he's been working on it for like three two or three years now. And it's still nowhere close to being done. <laughs> like he's been touring it to all the different festivals, and um, and yeah, it's weird. It's, Has it it's got a name? A, um, I can't remember. It's like he, he showed it me the other the other week, and like I've seen it about, but I don't want. I don't. What I don't want to do is misname it, and then um, I think it's like it's it had like a. Like an unpronounceable kind of thing. Yeah, like um, like I I don't know if he wants me to talk about it really. Like um, I wouldn't want to kind of step on step on his toes because you know he's been working on it on it for a while. You know, it's it's like um, it's his baby. Oh, I can say that. So I don't want to. I don't. I he's not talked about it too Is publicly baby in yet. The game. Pardon? Is his baby in the game? Like, I, is he- well. Well, you could say you could say that the, the game's based around a baby. Oh, okay, uh, weird. You know, it's, it's, that it's, could ruffle some feathers. No, it could be narrated by a baby. You could, oh, interesting. Could say that, uh, but since and since I've since I've not mentioned which game this is, uh, the person can't have a problem with me uh, taking the piss out of him and calling him a baby. Sorry, I shouldn't be. Um, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be speaking bad of people. But but I've not. I've not even said who I'm speaking bad about. So it's fine. It's yeah, no, fine. it's absolutely fine. You're not speaking bad about anyone. It's just yeah. a walking simulator with a, a baby narrator. <laughs> a baby narrator. Baby narrator uh, is quite a good, a good game. They should Trying introduce that in more games. I think that'd be sure. quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, sorry. Where were we? Um, I don't know uh, where we were. We were all over the place. Other other games that I've that I've played that have like. Yeah, have you, have you ever played game? This is a common thing, right? Have you ever played a, a video game as a as a kind of therapy? You know, like as a way of oh, getting yeah. over something, like or, or even nay, you know, in your current position, as you play games like, to make yourself feel better. Like I, I think now I now I the way I've played games has changed a lot. I think I think a lot of a lot of the process of what I enjoyed about playing games, which was the aspect of creation, the aspect of um, 
of kind of iterative improvement, I think that itch gets scratched by the actual process of game development now. Okay. Um, so I play games less for that problem solving aspect and like the satisfaction out of doing that process. And I play them now either more as an intellectual exercise or to relax. So like um, I, I have played a lot of The Binding of Isaac recently to relax. I've played uh, a whole bunch of Dark Souls 3 to relax. I've played, um, I play, I go back to Team Fortress 2 and Dota 2 occasionally to, 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 as like a chill out game. And then like I play, I play games, um, like, um, I don't know, something, I play Devil Daggers as like intellectually because the design of it so, is so clever. Like, um, once you stop doing something for your job, suddenly like the process of what, like, like if I if I if I'm wrote books, uh, if if like I was a novelist as my occupation, uh, reading novels then would become a different mental process. Yeah, absolutely, of course. Uh, so I think I think that is certainly the case with games. So like now now like I, I used to play before I made games a load of Gary's mod, but now I don't I don't at all because like that process is so similar to that process of like creating a world is so similar to like the actual what I actually do like day to day. Um, but like I'll, I'll, I'll play, I'll play the indie darlings, you know, the stuff that, <laughs> the stuff that I've got to play to um, kind of be up to date on what's, yeah, what's going on. Cool. Like, you know, I've played, I've played her story, not to, not to discount her story. Her story is very clever, but I, 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 I did pick it up with a feeling of, oh, I should really play this, <laughs> you know, I'll know I'll enjoy it. But I don't like having fun. Um, <laughs> Yeah, stuff like stuff, stuff that's smart and stuff that's you know interesting. Um, Have you ever had a game that you've had to walk away from that was too like consumed your life? Oh, Dota, definitely. Like, um, I played. I, I like. Uh, I've uh, like Dota two or the first one. Oh no, Dota two. Um, like I, I think I've got about a thousand hours in Team Fortress two, and I played that for like five years. I played Dota two for like three, and I got a thousand hours in that. So like it's like I played Team Fortress two a lot, and the idea that like I'd racked up that amount of time just statistically in in dota like if i if if i played it for three years then that's the equivalent of like i lost an hour per day to dota 2 and that's like fucking crazy like and i i enjoyed the game a lot and I, it relaxed me a lot but um but at, at the end it just became a bit too much like i go back to it every now and again but i usually kind of play for like a month or two and then i then i uninstall it for like six months or something can't like have that. any kind of intelligent conversation. I've never played Dota 2. I'm aware yeah. of the thing. Don't, don't, don't. I've don't. not played any of them. Any of the, There's that new one that's just come out with oh, PS4. The... Um, I can't remember who makes it or what it's called. But it's more, oh. it looks like Gears of War or oh, something. Oh, you mean... Um... Oh, jeez, I'm drawing a blank on the name. But I know, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. It's, um... So I might try that. It's, it's like... Amphite or something. To be honest, there seems to be a bunch of them coming out, and I get them all confused because they all look very, very similar. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, I'll, pl I'll play one of them probably at some point. Um, listen, tell me about uh, working on a game with Justin Roiland because oh that's yeah, amazing. Oh my god, because you were oh, you were like is... you were on Harmontown, right? And Harmontown yeah, is like was... my my number one favorite podcast, so oh, I was very jealous. Dan Harmon is a real whole... hero of mine. That whole trip was like a massive, insane, brilliant event. In my so life. how did that come about? 
Oh, geez. Oh, this is a funny story. Because, um, so I, I, I'd obviously seen Rick and Morty, you know, I was, um, you know, a big fan of that. And, uh, and then I, and I followed both the people who made it because, you know, I thought, oh, well, there's people, they've got creativity on lock, you know, they've really got their voice in this thing. Absolutely. And, um, and so I was following them and I was like, oh, they're cool. Um, and then I saw this guy, one of the co-creators called Justin Roiland, who does the voices and he, he, he writes and you know, he's the showrunner, I think. And, um, and he, um, he, he, he posted on Twitter like, Hey, I'm at, I'm at the respawn offices, you know, the, the game studio. I, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Like, like, is any, does anyone work here? Does anyone work here? I'm, I'm here. Like, give me a shout, you know? And I, I, I and I was like, uh, you, this is see. This is a really stupid thing because, like, you know, cele- like just shouting at celebrities is weird because we super don't perceive like like people. I, I found that like a degree of people I interact with don't perceive me as a human being most of the time. They see me as like, oh, check out this guy. I've played a game that I I really like a thing that he's done. Um, that he represents something rather than rather than us. Like people. People don't speak to celebrities like they speak to normal human no, of beings. Course. They, 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 they're too symbolic for that. So I, so I just shouted at him uh, on Twitter, being like, "Hey, yeah, I work here. I work at Respawn, Justin. I work at Respawn. <laughs> hey, hey, I work at Respawn." And then, um, then he follows me, and I think, "Yes, yes, famous follower acquired. Yes." And um, and then I, then I, um, then he DMs me. And oh, I've got, I've got, I've got my, I've got my direct messages with him, like here. It's really funny. He won't mind me. He won't mind me sharing it because it's just, it's really fucking funny. Oh, let's scroll past all the stupid wall wishes. <laughs> I saw your leg. Fuck hat. Oh, boohoo. We're so sorry. Um, where's this guy? Um, Justin. Okay. We well, yeah, we can cut all this this shit. No, no, I'm going to cut everything else. I'm going to leave this long ponderous <laughs> silence. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a good um. Here we go. There we go. So um. Okay. So so Justin says, "Are you at the San Fernando offices?" Titanfall or what office are you located and he's like I realised that you know he's there he wants a tour he wants you know to talk to someone who so works just there b- before we go any further you don't work at Respawn oh no 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 I think I played Titanfall for a couple of, a couple of hours <laughs> but yeah that's that's the extent of the and the worst thing is like Respawn are going to find out that I poached this opportunity <laughs> and like anyway so like I said I respond with oh god I didn't plan for this Justin says, I just realized that Respawn has office space in this same building as this reality TV company. And um, I say, I'm not at Respawn. I lied to try and be impressive. I'm sorry. And um, and then he was like, oh, I was literally just there. Uh, oh, man. Oh, and I'm like, oh, I'm a fan of your work, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like your work. And I'm, you know, being an idiot. And then he's like, oh, man. You know, he's, he's like, oh. And then he, and then, and then, and this is like the, this has been the golden ticket for me for the past two years. He says, wait, did you make Stanley Parable? And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I did. And then that, that explains the rest 
of everything else. So so we we start chatting, we start skyping, and we're like, hey, yeah, let's make a thing together, you know. And then um then then we we work out like a date, and then I fly, and then me and me and my my colleague and and, and uh, collaborator Dominic Johan, we um we both we both fly over to um to LA, and and we uh we 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 spend a week. Uh, at the fucking magic palace uh which is the rick and morty studio uh, in one of their giant rooms with a vibe set up and we just fucking made the craziest stuff and like we're we're just fixing the last couple of bugs and you know it's slowed down because you know i i have a hard time getting into a vibe at the moment with my leg but uh but yeah we're we're, we're super close to kind of but they are like that. legit games that are coming out and stuff oh yeah like like yeah that uh we are we are it's like a game it's a game jam thing so you know it's not it is not a big game like you think think like scope of a game jam yeah um but um but yeah we're 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 putting that out for the vibe pretty soon and um and tell yeah about, I went, I, uh, yeah tell me about Harmatone. yeah it's called, so it's called it's called accounting the, the game by the way to do oh yeah yeah no uh, sorry i'm i'm it's one of those yeah i assume yeah, people let me know about promo it my no 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 I, I looked it up it's, it looks great it uh, is yeah, you're just sat in an office as yeah, an accountant you're sat, right you're sat, you're sat yeah, but it's basically, you know, we didn't have much time to make stuff, but like you're sat in an office as an accountant and you, you play as a virtual reality accountant. And, you know, we've got we've got a bunch of interesting systems in there for like spreadsheet integration and all of that. It's, you know, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. It's good fun. Um, but yeah, that, uh, yeah. So uh, the first night, the second night that we there, we were there, uh, Dom, Dom was amazing. And he uh, he managed to get us tickets to this podcast called Harmontown that we both listened to for the for the longest time and uh and then we go there and you know we sit down and we're like what we're 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 you know we're we're both massively jet lagged and we're both falling asleep and like i'm I'm chugging cold water because you know i need to stay hydrated because we need to get up at 10 in the morning to fucking to record to, to to start work with this super super cool person that we really wanted to like impress and have it we were like it's important that justin like us all right <laughs> it's very important that that he that 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 we put on a professional and and serious approach and we show that we are professional individuals who aren't out of our depth making this thing you know we're we're pros all right we're pros in the nose and 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 we 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 were drinking water and you know we were like okay we're tired but we'll get through this harmontown thing and uh, and then we we're watching and at a point dan dan like after about half half an hour of an intro says uh is there a guy called william here <laughs> and i'm like oh my god what and so i um i immediately say yes yes that is me that's definitely me um and then yeah i i managed to end up getting getting on stage and somehow uh Somehow, um, being on Harmontown, which was super fun, and doing you know. a great Margaret Thatcher impression. Oh yeah, ball. you know. Well, well, to 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 be honest, the the voice was pre pre cooked. You know, we we. Oh, fair enough. You workshop that yeah, in the rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I uh, like that is an established voice that I that I do. So uh, you know, that is what is one of the, you know, everyone has like core voices that they're good at. You know, so um, I don't have any voices. Yeah, William. right. You know, one of mine, and and we, we had that earlier. You know. And, the, <laughs> and this, this that I'm doing now. This isn't my normal voice. This is um. That's all performance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all. It is all a performance. That is like like we said. You know, uh, no one is no one is who they present themselves to be at heart. You know, <laughs> and that that itself was a bit of performance. And that again 
was performance. It's performance all the way down. This is all performance. That wasn't performance, but that was performance. <laughs> um, uh, let's 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 talk about another game. Let's pick um, like. Well, s- what's, like like I, I've talked a lot about me. So what are you? What are what are some of your favorite games from your childhood? See, I mean, I don't. We don't. I don't do this. I don't talk oh, about don't? my own games generally. Yeah, oh, sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we're we're transcending the. <laughs> we're, we're crossing boundaries. Um, no, no, that's fine. I don't know. Like, there was. Um, I'll talk about something that this is a game that like nobody else seems to have played except for me because I probably will do like an episode where I do my own version of this show. Um, and it was it was a really like looking back, it was well dodgy because this was kind of. I guess kind of really early PCs, so like just four eight six, like pre pre Pentium, and it was it was kind of like Civilization, um, but but with slaves, right? It was like a sort of slave oh, game, hell. but I mean it was, and I didn't even realize this until years later, and I looked it up, and I was like, Jesus, that was some really dodgy stuff. I think maybe, maybe it was like funded by some church or something you occasionally get these mads like Whoa. Noah's Ark games or something. But but you got to give that church. You know, credit because if if it was at this stage of games, you know they they got on that pretty early. Oh, absolutely, yeah, they no, like, they really oh, did. Forefront of technology. Yeah, I mean, but it was because it was quite crude. So you you know it, it oh. felt like a Civ game because you're or like Command and Conquer or something where you're building settlements and you're moving people around, but uh, you, you don't really notice like the sort of crude sort of pixel chains and stuff they had on there. Like it was really dark in retrospect. But what was I, it called? I don't know. I don't. I. I. I, th- I remember it being quite kind of generic. I'm gonna um, do this, but it wasn't like. It wasn't obvious, at least. Anyway, you know. Um. Uh. Slave. Game. Um. Slaver game. Old computer. <laughs> oh. Was, was it called slavery exclamation <laughs> mark ah <laughs> uh, uh, shit you think you know I was young you know I guess I didn't maybe slave- I got it on a pirate a pirate, pirate copy maybe like one of those one of those like giant 50 games in, yeah, in, yeah. in one <laughs> man no it was pretty dark but it was it was really good like really good satisfying um, you know building up your, your world and all that jeez the shame wow. is on the back of exploited mm. people. Oh, alas, much like um, much like the real world. I think I think probably. Hmm, I really like um. Like thinking of that, thinking of like early PC games, because there was a there was a stage where like um, probably before I got Steam, like stuff that I'd play on the com- on the computer would largely be emulated stuff yeah. from the consoles. And I remember, like you, you know, you, like it, it took like two seconds to download like a package of fifty uh, Nintendo Entertainment System games. So, like, uh, you know, I, I'd play through like all of the weird like back catalog third party uh, outsourced stuff. Yeah. Um, I think one one that me and a bunch of friends played a lot, and I think it, it was quite it was quite well known on the internet. There were a bunch of like um um. There were a bunch of like YouTube remixes of it. Okay. Um, like it was called. It was called um, Mr. Gnarly's Magic Mountain. Okay. 
like have you does that ring a bell a little bit yeah a little bit but I don't think I ever played it. I think I've probably seen, yeah, but you've like, seen maybe one you've of the seen videos it. or something. Yeah, yeah. I just made it up. What? You? I just made that up. Mr. Mr. Magic's Gnarly Mountain doesn't exist. I made that up. And you, and you pretended to like it. You pretended to know what I was talking about. But I made it up. I'm going to look that up. No. Mr. Gnarly's Magic Mountain. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> This doesn't exist. It's ridiculous. What kind of game are you playing at? No, it, it... be honest with me. Don't, don't, don't like be. Don't like have a. Don't, don't like pander to to me. You don't need to be polite. You know what? If I say something, I do need to be polite, Willie. Yeah, I, I do. I'm sorry. Like, that was an. It was a nasty trick. I just so, want you to like me. But, yeah, I mean, I just want people to like me too. It's, it's, it's. I did that to try and be clever, but, but you know, it's, it's, it was. I know who's. There totally is a Mr. Marley's Magic Mountain. What? There totally is, is a Mr. Marley's, is, Marley's Magic isn't. Mountain. There is. It was like. No, there isn't. One second. I mean, it was a, a rubbish little kind of indie thing. It was all about. It was basically about smoking no, weed. Right. It was basically about smoking weed and like psychedelics and stuff. But marketed to, not even marketed to children. This was like a weird <laughs> community game. I, man, that is that is quite surprising. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean, now speaking of idiot? speaking speaking of um speaking of like um of smoking weed and all of that i am massively high right now so it could be it could just be something that i have played and forgotten about and in my in my massively drug-fueled stupor have thought that that was that was real but um but no like um so that you know, that sort of joke that people make like oh how high were you when you made that you know very is, is the answer um, in almost well, all aspects it, it, of your it, creation. It varies. I mean, there's a seat depending on the floor color in Stanley Parable uh, that dictates how sober, drunk, or high I was when I was make, when I was designing that aspect of the game. So like, all, all the, you'll see that there's three um, there's three floor colors um, in Stanley Parable in like the office uh -huh. type section. Uh, so if it's an orange floor, I was drunk. I was massively drunk while I was designing that. Uh, if it's a blue floor, I was high. Um, and if it's like a pale white floor, if it's like um, if it's like just um, grey, then I then I was sober. Um, but what yeah, that, if it was brown. Um, if it was brown, I don't know if that we had any brown brown floors in the game. Like there's the concrete bits, and there's like the catwalk bits, but there's no brown floor apart from like the dirt as you leave the as you leave the game. But yeah. That, so what about the dirt? Um, I, d I did the dirt. I, well, I didn't do the dirt. We outsourced that. To right, okay, else. okay. Oh, man. That's... Oh, this chair is so squeaky. That's going to fuck up your recording. I'm so sorry. It's, it's not. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it worries me a lot. I just want to be a good guest. I just want to be <laughs> entertaining. Um, this chair. Ah. Everything's going so wrong today. <laughs> what else do we talk about? We'll do. We'll do. We need like a nice, a nice ending. Tell me uh, about the the Mario forums. The Mario trolling on the Mario uh, forums. Mario, uh, this is uh, well. So I, 
I was on this forum called Boo Mansion, and uh, this is oh why are we we're ending on like the pile of shame. This is like this is like this is like going through going through all of um all of Michael Jackson's brilliant you know history as as, as like um as a brilliant entertainer and then ending uh, on like so yeah just to end on michael when when you shook that baby and uh, on, from wait the, were you were you grooming children on the mario I know, the I boo mansion for him okay okay i wasn't grooming children on the boo. i was a child myself i was merely an antagonistic creative troll who would 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 create fake accounts based on movie characters or whatever and then and then playing character and there was a big rule about not not having dupl duplicate accounts like it was a really heavily managed forum like the guy in charge was really prissy and really really angry about every little rule being taken very seriously like it was like a it was like it was supposed to be like an adults fan forum for Marriott where people it was serious hardcore you don't understand boo mansion was serious hardcore proper mario fan discussion i'm talking about like theories about the interconnectedness of the paper mario franchise and the super mario rpg i'm talking about they had their own mario trading card game that they made i'm talking about them they'd open up they'd open up uh, emulators of the games to 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 take screenshots of the sprites then rip the sprites so they could be put into little fan comics and stuff you know i'm talking about serious important mario activity that's that's what happened on the site, and it was very strictly enforced. By I just looked it up, and it seems dead. Yeah, it's dead because I killed it. But um, <laughs> no, for, for real, for real, it was ended because because I I was I was being very silly constantly. But um, but yeah. So there was a point where one of the one of the admins uh, got bored of the site and got pissed off with the site. I was like, oh, I can't be asked with this anymore. And then he gave he gave me his password for the um. For the like, and I, I never did anything. I never did anything offensive. It was it was mischief at best. You know, there was ne never any singling out of people, but um, it was just kind of chaotic and and very silly. And um, and and so he was like, look, listen, I'm bored of the site. Here's my account. Post this. Um, just post one of your stupid things on there, and it'll be funny. You know, and just say just say, oh, you, I guess my password somehow, whatever. And so um, we 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 wrote up this big this big like um, what's it called a big um, really obsessive fan theory about um, about Mario and we posted like it was really obsessive and like you know it was like like pages and pages long things linked up to each other and it, like obviously taking the piss out of everyone on the site and then we posted that up. And it was all like I, I the, the the guy moderating it like I was some I was like probably. 12 or something 12 13 at the time and then the guy the guy moderating it was like 18 or whatever and he, he got really angry and i think he wanted to stop doing the site anyway and he posted up okay that's it that's it that's too you've gone too far this time william and co <laughs> i'm shutting the site down everyone if you're pissed off with someone for the site being down be pissed off at william because because he fucked it up he was a terrorist he's a mario fan forum terrorist and uh, and the site got shut down. And then I, then he put this up, and me and my friends we we go, <laughs> me and the friends that I play Team Fortress with and Snap to sometimes. Um, 
we we every every couple of every six months or so we'll get on a Skype call. We'll play some Smash Brothers or um or like you know uh, Cushion Cats over over like um over over like a LAN connection. We'll yeah. get together and we'll 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 go on um we'll go on Boo Mansion uh, and we'll try and see. Okay, is it back up? Is it back up? Has he got it back up yet? Can we can we all like rejoin ironically? That's, that's probably the saddest thing. Did you ever get any yeah, any fallout from it? Did any of the, any, the previous well, yeah, so, forumites so, come back to you? So it's super weird because you know I was um I was out running a couple of weeks ago, um and that's where I hurt my leg and I, I got hit by a car. But actually, uh, the car was going really slowly, and then when it saw me, it sped up. And you know, I thought that was a bit weird. I thought that maybe he just didn't see me. Um, maybe you know, I maybe like you know, mistakes happen or whatever. He just turned a corner. He thought it was you know time to put the foot on the accelerator. But actually, um, they they never found out who the guy was. And and last I heard, he he was an American tourist. You know, who'd come who'd come over from Tennessee. And you know, he, he that I'm just saying that's where that's where the the administrator of the Boo Mansion Forum lived. So, you know, maybe... So potentially it has come full circle. Yeah, you know, I take out his Mario site, he takes out my tibia and fibula, you know. (laughs) The lesser known uh, Bazer kids. Yeah, so kids, don't troll. (laughs) You'll Um, get your legs broken in the prime of your life. But yeah, that's... That is... That that feels like a... um, Well, I won't be... yeah. No, it does feel like an ending. It does. Yeah, it's a nice. It's a nice. We had a nice climax, nice build. You know, called back to the to the to the intro to both intros. You know, the Boo Mansion and the leg thing at the intro. You know, we we got a few callbacks to various games that I like playing in my childhood and pretty much yeah. nailed it. I think. Pretty much yeah, nailed actually, it. well done us. Well done us. That was a solid, respectable, respectable bit of bit of work there. Um. Now, before the awkward ending, <laughs> uh, you could, could, could just kind of end with us going like, "Yeah, oh, I spent a word." You know, <laughs> no, no, I, I will. I definitely will. Like a, or, or what you could do is you could kind of slowly introduce longer pauses between our words until it just kind of kind of like. The problem is, well, it could. Unless, oh no, we might have. Oh no, we might have. Oh, that could have worked, maybe. But we might, we might have. Um, if we've got like to do promo stuff, and you've got to do like, hey, who the person on next week is so and so, or, or I don't well, do that. Should I do that? Oh, I don't know. Like I don't know. I've like I. You know your audience. I mean, like I don't. I don't, I don't not know. really. I don't know who my audience is. Hey, audience, get in touch. Yeah, who Email. are you? Email hello at crowscrowscrows.com and and get in touch with this podcast. I will forward <laughs> it all because I didn't want to give out anyone's personal personal email. I'll forward all the follow me. Okay, let's start again. Go to crowscrowscrows.com, sign up so you can hear all about the stuff that I do along with the rest of my beautiful team who are also quite talented. Hi team, I'm promoting you. Um Sorry, um, cut that bit because that, that, yeah. Oh, no, I'm, see, see yeah, well, so no, go to crosscrosscross.com, follow me on Twitter, Honest William, play my video game, Stanley Parable, and, and Dr. Langus got the tiger and the terribly cursed emerald, the whirlwind heist, 
and 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 do do that uh, all, and then and then and then come back next week for um, the next part of this podcast. Yeah, I don't, or, know, I don't even know who's going to be on. This is why I can't trail. Oh no! Well, well, Actually, you should have no, told me that before. <laughs> well, you should have warned me. Or I, I could just say every name. You could say every name, yeah, just an iteration of every every person's name. So do all the the A first names, B first names, oh, no. and then we'll what go we on to names. We could do um, and up next week is and they're gonna be talking about so many things. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get more people talking about Snap because. Uh, or you could you could put a sound effect over where where I say the person's name. So, um, <laughs> Redacted. Yeah, next on next week it's. And they're going to be talking about oh, whatever. I feel like we're trailing now. I feel like I feel like the best bits of content are behind us. Yeah, the gas, the gas has gone out of it. Well, for the sake of just in case, uh, is there anything else that we've not sort of brought up that yeah, you want to talk about? Follow me on Twitter. You've already done all that. I can put yeah, all that. In. That's fine. Yeah, but you, but with ad- advertising and, and and telling people things, they've got to hear it like at least twenty times before. They start to pay attention. I'll just I'll yeah. loop it. I'll I'll, I'll loop it twenty times at the end of the episode. Honest William. Honest William. Ah, uh, and yeah, just the main thing that I've got to convert is people who is people who give a shit about Stanley Parable into into if like if you like that, we're doing more shit like that. That's good. And 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 so so you know play. Play Doctor Langisk of the Tiger and the Terribly Cursed Emerald of Wolverine Heist, and follow me on Twitter. <laughs> on <Instagram. laughs> and also, see, this is all pre-prepared. Pre-prepared. I tried to just get the relevant bit, but when my brain just goes to autopilot and be like, say all the things that people should do. Um, yeah, what, um, crows, what? crows, crows. dot com, and thus ends the fucking mangled promotion section that I completely. You can edit it. You can I can just... I can edit some sort of avant-garde piece together with all that yeah, emotion. Um, what about the other guy from the Stanley Parable? Is that? Is uh, that... Yeah. So Davy Davy Reedon. Is that all okay? To... Uh, oh, is is he okay? Is he? Alive? I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm digging for right. for, for a, a juicy story now. Oh no, there's no. I wish I wish I wish we'd I wish we'd fought bitterly, but um, but <laughs> no, that that sounds better. Um, no, we just um. We we both had different things that we wanted to be doing after Stanley Parable, and uh, he he wanted to work on uh, the Beginner's Guide, and you know I I wanted to kind of because he'd he'd been around for a bit longer. I wanted to kind of work with a few more people before uh, before eventually settling back down with him to make the Cash Cow spin-off Stanley Parable Two: The Return of Jafar. Uh, but yeah, play his game, The Beginner's Guide, if you want. That's also out and also a bit like Stanley Parable. But uh, but he's not follows. here. I'm here, so I get to promote myself and my projects. <laughs> Actually, no. I've got one more legitimate question, a genuine oh, no. good question, because, um, like, and I try and ask most people this because it's one of the the emotions that video games, I think, are the worst at. Right? Is is making you laugh? Can you think of? games that have really made you laugh and not in like a ooh that's clever smirk way but properly bad I laugh. didn't expect to do this going into this game but I, I felt I felt like um ah oh, jeez um 
the the new game, the, the the game based on an island, the game that's got all the the picture frames in. Um, it's it's made by a famous person who made Braid. Oh, the witness. The witness. The witness made me laugh a whole bunch. Really? Yeah, you know, there's that underground like little video section, and there's some really funny videos in there. You know, there's I've like, never um, actually sort of got to that level. Yeah, so there's like a, there's like an underground bit, and I'm not making this up for real. No, no, um, no. I've I've seen like, I've seen that bit. Like, uh, there's some really funny like home videos. Of, of like John John, there's like some funny home videos of John Blow as a kid, like going about, you know, playing with his parents, and there's a really funny. Um, there's a bunch of like little like WebM meme meme funny videos. Like there's one one where SpongeBob is like uh, singing like um, uh, a song uh, or whatever. Then he's just like he's like I'm take it away, Penny on the floor, and then and then like the Penny starts playing like really loud rock music. That's really funny. Yeah. It's like it's not. It doesn't sound funny with me explaining it. But John, John's, John's a fucking genius, man. No, he genuinely is, and I take the piss out of him a tiny bit. But he is really smart. Oh, I, I, I've got a bad habit of, of. Oh, I, well, John, John's fine. He's a super millionaire now, and everyone loves him. So, so yeah, he's fine. Don't so he can take fun. it. He can take it. Problem is, you know, with comedy, if you can't, you can't push down. You've got to push up. Absolutely. And uh, I think I think John Blow's still very firmly on top of me. I'm gonna have to John. unlock those uh, those bits now, so I can. Yeah, make funny yeah, videos. they're they're funny, funny videos. Funny, very, very humor, humorful. Okay. Very amusing. Let's let's quit while we're ahead, William. Okay. We're so yeah, uh, I want to apologize to everyone I've offended because I ha- I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm so I'm sorry, John, for the. I'm really John. Yeah, this is primarily to John Blow. I'm sorry for that previous joke. Uh, uh, where it sounded like I was calling you a genius slightly sarcastically. sarcastically. Uh, Do you know, you I, genuinely I, weren't. That, that, I, you I heard, it, no, you heard it the wrong way. No, yeah, because I, 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 I meant it as like, it's a really clever game and the fact that it's it's been entirely made by him, you know, uh, and, his, and his massive team. Um, like, <laughs> now you're saying it's like you're taking the piss out of him. Falling back into taking the piss out of John Blow. I can't stop, it's like a disease. <laughs> Quick before it transmits to other people. End the podcast. End the podcast. End the podcast. End the podcast.